0: And say everything is rolling and we
1: are in. Right on. Right on. Ooh, and we're we're doing this early in the morning this go around. So uh, <laughs> early
0: in the morning. Shot.
1: Yeah, we're trying to some different trying shit, <laughs> trying shit. We do it late, we do it early. We're gonna see whatever happens, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna see if uh, you guys are up and about at this time. And if not, we're just gonna keep uh, trying and shit, and trying <laughs> you know, until we sort out when is a good time for everybody. But uh, well, early morning.
0: Yeah, that would get. That's good for the uh,
1: no, you the, just, the
0: the the far far uh, west time or far east time zones.
1: Yeah, you no, know, no. Like by now, you you may be on your second cup of Joe. You're already mad because your boss hit you with some BS before the weekend, and you're just that one. Maybe you just decided not to go in on Friday. Exactly. You know, it's like you 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 got a got a case of the fuckets, and you're like, eh, it's, it's uh can't can't seem to shake it today. So
0: we're going with it. Uh your fit sock meters off the uh off the charts. Fit sock meter. Um we had a saying or like at the old audio job yeah. towards the end of the week, uh it's uh it's fuck the shit o'clock. It's fuck the shit o'clock. So okay. so fit sock. Fit sock. Fit sock, yeah. I dig that. So you, you gotta make it sound professional and like it's a it's an acronym for something and no one has to know what it is, but your fit sock meter.
1: We used to have uh uh hey, I need you to help me with this. What is it? We got an ID ten error out there, you know. We just uh, we just can't seem to fix it. <laughs>
0: it's like, oh, great. So, so I guess I guess we're, we're really going into the uh, we're using that explicit tagger off the bat today this <laughs> week.
1: Like- Your friend Joe has a hard on. I got a question. He said, "Uh, you you still not trying to have a liftoff?" Tiss, tiss. sir. I already told you what the what the what the what the cost of entry would be. Raise five grand, donate it to smoke and hope, and then come back and talk to me. I feel like that's a nice barrier to entry. I feel like it's pretty clear. I think that's crystal at that point in time. That is what it is. My my time is, you you know the schedule that we have coming. You're like, yeah, I'm not done
0: at this point. No comment on my end.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Always Switzerland over there.
0: Well, no, I I have a freer schedule. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: You can have a lift off with uh with Brian. His schedule is a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, and and guess what? You win. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, it's it's uh with this tour and everything, it's uh it's a lot going, but I love it, man. It beats the alternative. Um, I jumped in, and then we'll get to your good story, bad good well, idea, I, bad idea. I
0: don't. I gotta think of one real well, quick.
1: Buying you some time. Okay, thank uh, you, thank you. Dr. Carter of uh, Carter's Barbecue and also runs uh, Unknown Black Pitmasters um, was going on like how he wants to upgrade his equipment for the podcast and uh, when he's doing his live streams and such. And he was, he referenced our, our channel, our setup. And uh, you were on the, the live. Yeah. Yeah. It was with like, me. It's like, you should just like, get back to work. <laughs> um, uh,
0: that was my day off, actually. <laughs> I
1: it was. Um, it was, I had to tell him, I was like, hey, brother, what you're seeing is the culmination of years and years and years of building and investing and building and investing. I said, when I first started this, I had a set of white Apple AirPods and I was in a closet with a duvet sweating
0: bullets. Okay, I don't even think it was AirPods. It was the wired ones that had the better Oh, yeah, that's phone, right. Yeah, right? yeah,
1: yeah, the, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And that's, and I would have it, I would hold it like this with my elbows out so that the Duvet wasn't brushing up against anything. And it was just a hell of a shoulder workout as I talk and practice breath control while sweating <laughs> profusely <laughs> under a duvet in a closet because that's just where it could go. then I uh, upgraded uh, <laughs> the camera systems and the mics to the roads and everything and was shooting in my uh, basement, but still used the duvets and blankets on the side paneling on the top to capturing the sound and then we, we get in here, we get the lives. So it's just constant building, just stay at it. But, uh, over time it gets better over time. It gets better.
0: No, there was a, when we switched to work from home, uh, we still had to record credits for audible books mm. uh, for audible post books. Yeah. So I had a closet set up. I like my, my one was probably a little bit like a little bit better just because you like, Working the audio industry, you need something, but like I had a yeah. con- I had a condenser mic with uh one of those kind of like uh oh the little like domes, yeah. No. The, yeah, the, the yeah, back, the, the, yeah, the bounce back circle the bounce back, but, so, yeah, but then yeah, but then on the where. back of the door in the closet that I would close, it was just a moving blanket, and on the walls and on the top, it was just moving blankets everywhere. Yeah. People
1: don't hey, here's a tip. Uh, Mr. Carter, if you're listening, any and everybody out there that's trying to dampen some sound and uh make it happen. Do not do not go to an audio store do not go to Amazon and type in sound dampening blankets that will add an extra 20 to forty percent go to your local home depot and snag you some moving blankets the thickest you can get thickest you can use and they're like 10 to 20 bucks and they're huge and they're great and they are literally the exact same thing as one just says uh sound dampening one just says moving that's that's mm-hmm. the only difference it's the same well thing. actually
0: I was, the, the sound ones have grommets in the corner oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so
1: you yeah can, yeah, yeah that yeah. way you can hang, hang them up yeah. if, you're, <laughs> if you're at home depot buy a nail <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, uh and man. then yeah, find your nearest closet
1: yes it's, it all starts there man yeah. it all starts there there I you know, I'm, it, a, I'm
0: gonna out us so i'm gonna switch it back over to brian's camera there is a sound blanket behind him yeah yeah. yeah hiding yeah. a like, window yeah, right yeah. Now. yeah i mean that's <laughs> like this uh Every office here has windows, so yeah. like we have to throw one over something.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, we're growing, and you guys may notice the change, and you may not. We'll see how good we are at our jobs. If you can tell <laughs> when when it happens, but uh, no, we're we're not above. We've got panels, that sound panels, audio panels, lights, all the nice fancy what have yous, but. Can't beat a good old yeah. sound blanket over a window. No,
0: you and Lee just make it look more professional. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. People, people, people <laughs> keep messaging me and be like, "Yeah, you guys have an awesome setup." I go, "I just show up." Like <laughs> Rashid and Lee are the reason that's like Lee's the unsung hero, man. No, no,
1: definitely. I, I, I tell everyone's like, "Yeah, we 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 invested, and in we just have that relationship." Lee's like, "We need this." Like, cool. I'll get it. Put it on the shopping list. We'll, we put it up. We make it work. And uh, yeah. Got a good idea, bad idea? This should have been enough
0: time. Oh, no, I, I have one. Right I like, on. and this is more based on experience. Good idea. I have some friends who are awesome and willing to help you run a pop-up. Cool. Cool. Uh, I dig that. Bad idea. Don't set them up for success. <clears throat> and and when I say this is, um, you know, I have, I have some, like, I have a rotation of friends uh, that help me with the pop-ups just because, you know, it's, I'm only doing one day a week it's hard to like afford or to get someone consistently who wants to like, who can be there every Saturday or whatever. Yeah. Everybody has lives. Um, And so I was working with a crew all of last year. So we Mm -hmm. had a shorthand, we had a thing, we knew what, what, like how everybody wrote their orders and stuff. And so uh, I didn't set up or the people that were helping me this week, past weekend to, I didn't set them up with a order shorthand and how to write orders and go over all this stuff and explain the menu and break everything down. So we, we spent a lot of time looking at tickets, trying to decipher what, <laughs> what, what the order was. Mm. I mean, we also had people that would come up and order a two meat plate and then not say what meat no, they want. Oh, <laughs> They're I like, like the I want a two meat plate. And it's like, okay, what do you want? That is a good idea. That yeah. It's a, so, a bad idea. Yeah. It's so. a good idea.
1: And, 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 and then
0: me. like, I'm, that's all that's on me. Like I'm not frustrated with them. I'm frustrated with me that I didn't set them up for success. Yes. Like at the end of the, at the end of the day, that's what happens when I'm you're in charge. Cheat sheet. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I got to do is like, I need to do that beforehand. We need to like, I need to get there. I was running a little bit late, probably about 10 minutes late. That 10 minutes could have been the time that we sat there, discussed, gone over everything, created shorthand and be like, Hey, one meat plate is one M. Then you write the meat. And then whatever. Yeah.
1: And I mean, we it is just growing pains. We've had it here on the cast. If something gets missed, I'm, I was like, oh, that's on me. Like, oh, no, it's on me. I should have saw it. Now that it's happened, we, you put something in place for it and go on.
0: Yeah. It and it, it always nice. starts at the top. Always. Like, yeah.
1: Always, always, always. And uh with that being said. Welcome to This Week in Barbecue, the barbecue focused podcast that introduces you to both the good the bad, and everything in between in the world of barbecue. I'm your host, Rasheed Phillips, and joining me as always is my amazingly bearded wonder co-host, Mr. Brian Hull. And the voice you hear but face you do not yet see, Mr. Lee Garman. See, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting snapped with it. We're, we're, we're right on par. You would never been able to tell that I was in Vegas getting the work and hands put on me by wind and mother nature and just any and everything that could happen, but we fell right back into step here and uh, we're going to kill it. We have a lot of fun news, some really strange <laughs> really strange barbecue related news and a lot of good questions that you guys submit as always we appreciate it if you can do us a favor tell a friend to tell two friends to visit our youtube at that old subscribe button and the old bell so you know when we're live and when we're dropping stuff and also if you've got it in you shoot on over to the old instagramies and follow us at this week in barbecue we will be launching an new. uh a Tiki talk page as well. So you can go back and a t- find snippets, <laughs> a Tiki yeah. talk a before it gets banned. We're jumping on at the very last second. <laughs> we're waiting yeah. Right, right, <laughs> right
0: before, right before it's out the door. Hey, hey, better late than never. All right. <laughs> hey man, let's go get a blue Twitter check Mark. <laughs> I think I, you can only,
1: you can, I know what is it like 14 bucks. It's crazy. So he, he's
0: dropping in price.
1: They said, uh, they said, uh, Oh, we're not going to charge you to get a verified badge and this or that. And then, I cut back from Vegas and my whole feed was full of blue checks. I was like, y'all really paid for this? Like some of you guys aren't, who's going to try to be you? Who's trying to copy to be you? But they just paid the, the amount for it. So it's very interesting. I still don't know how I got mine because that was asked that. I found out because my sister called and gave me shit for it. I was like, what are you, what are you talking about?
0: Corey did it behind your back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was literally leaving um, the studio in uh, LA and to my Airbnb, and it's like, "Hey, Mister Big Time, you answer the phone." I'm like, what? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Oh, you got a blue check now. I was like, "When? How? How does that work?" Like, I don't know. But uh, apparently, now you can pick it up for twelve ninety nine, which is alarmingly. Still cheaper than getting yourself a full two dozen set of eggs <laughs> at the grocery store. So for less than the case of eggs, you can go get a blue check mark. Is it one time or monthly? Oh, it's monthly. It's you know that. Oh, you yeah, think they you yeah. think they were gonna let it slide yeah. off that 12? Nah, come <laughs> on, man. They're like, no, nah, you can pay the, what you but owe. But they
0: allow password cherry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. Can I share this blue check mark with all my other other pages? But here's the hustle, right? You yeah. ready? Here's the real hustle. If I'm reading it correctly, that blue check is per platform. So you may get a blue check on the old Instagram. That bad boy doesn't roll over to your Facebook page.
0: Oh, no. Wait, what? what? Well, yeah. Why yeah. would it? Okay. Would all, right, it? all right. So
1: you, you could buy a blue check mark for uh, Phyllis Barbecue on Instagram. but not, Even though Phyllis Barbecue is linked to the same Facebook page and it's identical, it doesn't roll over. Wait, to, they're, sell-
0: they're selling them on... Uh, I, I thought we were just still talking about Twitter. They sell the blue check marks on Instagram now. Yeah. So they're worthless. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. They've
1: always been worthless. Yeah. Always. The only people that really need them was like your Kardashians and stuff like that. So people don't make all these crazy pages and such out of them. But yeah, they're absolutely worthless because like I said, for now, it's, it's a, I'm telling you, this is definitely a conversation for a completely different podcast, which we, we need to switch over to the intro podcast, uh, file system and then
0: talk about it there. But, uh, the, the, the stuff you don't need.
1: Yeah, the stuff you don't need a save it. What you can really do with uh, an extra twelve bucks a month. So you want to
0: do a quick rundown of the stuff happening this weekend since we didn't do a podcast last weekend. Yes. Okay. Hit so we we, we both we both had it on, on our list. The uh, Fort Worth Food and Wine yep, yep. Ring of Fire. Yep, yep. It is on uh, Sunday, April second. Tickets, general mission. I just checked this morning. General mission tickets were still available. VIPs are out.
1: Okay. And we've got uh, some uh, familiar faces. You remember Miss uh, DeAndre Simmons of Real Housewives? She is joining the amazing ladies over at Babes of Q because they're going to be over at the Fort Worth Food and Yeah. Best. They have their own tent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so cool. uh, I think she's on their podcast as well. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's getting into the world of barbecue she was with us over at uh holy smokes and just a couple weeks back she actually went to tanks barbecue university weekend you know that had like mike johnson it had tank over there bear was there uh our our um amazing brian Furman was there as well whole whole slew of cats so it's it's very interesting right as i was talking to uh uh Misty, shout out Misty, uh, Seattle's Butcher's Wife. If you guys aren't following her on the old Instagrammies, check her out. And we're just like, it seems like a lot of people in Hollywood, their like post-career after the limelight is something in food. And more than not, it's dropping into barbecue. Like you've got your Jennifer Garner. I think she's doing a cooking show. They've got a whole cooking series with Selena Gomez on HBO Max. Uh, and we spoke about it two or three episodes coo- ago. Whatever
0: goop is? Yeah, whatever <laughs> that is. I don't know.
1: Then uh, two, three weeks ago, we talked about Cedric the Entertainer and Anthony Anderson are forming a barbecue company. So after you finish making your millions on TV, come on over to the barbecue world where you work seven times as hard for a fraction of the payout.
0: <laughs> Hold on. Uh, let me. Because uh, it's the uh, part of the Babes They're having their own tent there yeah, uh, during yep. a fire. So Kimberly Ovale and Cecilia Guerrero of Goldie's are also going to be there. And then part of their setup too, or just, yeah, no, own? no part of Babes are Q. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They just uh, actually just listened to the episode. They were on uh, Bettina, or Bettina Miller. Yeah. I'm going to pronounce it right this time.
1: Trying to put all those extra. <laughs> <bettiana> <laughs> look, look,
0: bo- <laughs> I'm from the South. I'm going to pronounce every, every, uh, every vowel as hard <laughs> as, as I can. Is nothing. No, nothing is silent. Nothing is silent. I'm from the South. Nothing he, is silent. He, he
1: drags the G in lasagna. <laughs> yeah Hard so
0: we, let's see what did, she, what did she tell me she was cooking oh yeah they're smoking and searing lamb so they're pulling at you hey <laughs> yeah they're smoking and searing lamb at uh at like uh, the it. or the uh the babes of q uh tent over there okay right and there's a bunch of other barbecue people there too so but, but we're focused on them because they're going to kick by yeah yeah exactly um then so today is the start of hogs for a cause it is so today and tomorrow I saw Tank was uh, he he did a video uh,
1: showing like the it was it could be morbid to some people but yeah. if you're in this world it's part of it and if you're not it is part of how you get the meat on your plate ladies and gentlemen he did a video showing the selection of the hogs that were being pulled uh, to head on over there
0: yeah uh, Tyler uh, Tyler Hodge who we just interviewed last week he was making a crawfish. Uh, crawfish boil sausage for Oxford what? cause. So it I had crawfish and corn Tyler, and, I know and, and potatoes. Send us two links, man. I know you're listening. Um, and then, so that is today and tomorrow. Okay. So the 31st and the first, uh, then a Houston barbecue festival, April 2nd, the Sunday. Yeah. So you Fort Worth food and wine and then the Houston Should barbecue festival. Yeah. And then I'm not wearing their hat this time. But uh, no, no, no. Grasslands. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Grasslands barbecue. Mm-hmm. Their two year anniversary. We've is- got to get
1: Brian more hats. If you're a barbecue institution, uh send us hats. Uh,
0: you know, I think I think you have some hats sitting in your uh, P.O. box. I know for a fact I don't because I just checked it. you just checked it? Okay.
1: Yeah. So what I do have, shout out to Kingsford for sending me a mean ass set of uh Kingsford uh, engraved uh Yeti mugs and a pretty dope cutting board. I'm gonna oil that bad boy down, but Nope. People talk. People like to talk a big game. <laughs> oh, you want to lift off, but you can't drop some items in a post office box. No, they probably they probably they
0: did. They did.
1: When they did? When it's been oh, like you know weeks. what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna blame the postal service we're on bl- this we're one. Blaming <laughs> we're blaming the postal I've service. We're blaming the postal service. I've gotten
1: every other delivery. You know, for, before you call me, I, you should probably make sure you can follow through on a simple drop off delivery of some hats. That's all I'm saying. You're over here like, oh, you want uh, you're running from the lift. You sir are running from a fifty two cent stamp. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's step the game up okay, before you okay. want to okay let's, so. let's
0: circle back to the things that are happening this weekend <laughs> you know what's
1: not happening us getting those hats <laughs> maybe not now <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely not now well it doesn't make any difference now like four
0: or six weeks ago we're heading in the spring <laughs> uh so so grasslands barbecue they're doing their two two-year anniversary they're gonna have a new uh a new beer that they brewed. Um, Then Burn Unit Barbecue and Scotty's Whole Hog are also there. So Burn Unit's doing ribs. Scotty Whole Hog is doing a whole hog. They kind of gave it away. Yep. So that's at the uh, Hood River Waterfront in Oregon. So if you're out on the West Coast, go go get some really kick-ass barbecue and celebrate two years of uh, grasslands.
1: And that's amazing, man. Two years. And let's not skip and hop and moonwalk over it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you could, a round of applause. Secret Pint. Oh, you yeah. hit two years as or, well. or
0: is it two years or is it four if we count the underground shit
1: we can we got to do a two on paper <laughs> the new the real ones know it's four but you got to do a two on paper. Yeah, you know, no,
0: two years <laughs> two years for the uh for the uh brewery pop-ups yeah, yeah it, like it goes by quick man yeah it does go by quick it's uh it's a lot of growth too oh God, how Great. many how many pop-ups now it's like like 40 that's
1: nah, <laughs> amazing you're crushing it i love it
0: Yeah, no, that was that was fun this weekend. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Shout out to you and shout out to Tad for ordering out the full Huey and a half. Nelson as well. Jeez, that was a Uh, monster. Literally
0: everything on the menu. Yeah, it was everything. on the. But that's the kind of friends you
1: need. Yeah. I bet you didn't get mad at him. Did he was was he first in line? Uh, he strategically placed himself
0: first in line. Strategically? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, you either show up uh, first or you don't. No, he hung out kind of behind the counter and, uh, then, and then shifted his ways. Like, do you mind? Stepped <laughs> like, out. Yeah.
1: See, the only difference between Ted and I's order is he didn't place his to go. I placed mine to go. <laughs> yeah. But I still ordered a lot of stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No. He he had it f- for there. Thank, usually he places it to go. And yeah. I order. Yeah. No, the, the other person, the the other first person in line placed it to go, and it was just, like, one beef rib and one sausage. I'm like, come on, man. Was it Kevin? <laughs> Who do you think it was? No, Kevin would have ordered more than that. No, no, that was Kevin. It was Kevin? Yeah, it was Kevin. Oh. Kevin. Now, love Kevin.
1: Yeah. yeah shout out to
0: Kevin.
1: Um, is that our rundown for what's happening I mean, happening that's that's, that's the
0: rundown for what's happening ASAP, so we can get into, like, more of the the stuff that's happening down
1: the road now. Yeah, we got a little bit of wiggle room. Let's start uh, in the... Same frame of thought as far as things happening. Pops, Mr. Uh, Kevin Bledsoe, is accompanying many other amazing uh, chefs and pitmasters. Kevin Denison, Christian uh, Pertoni, Manette Chuhan probably massacred that one, but I give it a good old try over in Nashville for the Toast of Nashville. That's happening April 21st to the 23rd as a weekend event. If I'm not mistaken, I believe the tickets are only about $50 or so. I think they're, they're they're priced pretty, pretty well. We've got the link in the show notes. My bad, guys. It's 85 to 105 But that gets you a lot of sessions as well. A lot of good food. They've got different special guests and a live DJ on hand. So this is uh, going on in Nashville. It's the season. You know, spring has technically officially sprung. And uh, it's, it's time to get that smoke rolling all throughout the year. I'm really excited about a lot of the events this year. Yeah. Get the smoke rolling and the pollen uh, sinuses out of the way. Oh, well, the pollen's been out, even in freezing weather, the pollen's been out. I'm happy that it doesn't affect me, but I've got friends where it is laying them on their ass. I'm like, hmm. I'm, uh,
0: I'm okay with it. Like, it, it comes and it goes. And so this this year hasn't been that bad. Oh, I, I do want to say thank you to, I, I forgot to mention thank you to everybody who came out and thank you, especially to everybody who pre-ordered any of the sausage packs yes, yeah. or any, anything that we had up for pre-orders, uh, depending on what you order, a large portion of those went to smoke and hope. Mm-hmm. So we raised a good chunk of change just yeah. from pre-orders for smoke and hope.
1: And you see that ladies and gentlemen, um, I love things like this because I oftentimes emphasize you don't have to be a big name to make a big impact and, we can't look for the big names to take care of our community when we can do it ourselves, you know? So definitely kudos to you, my man, for, um, making the links roll in the smoke. We spread the word and we're able to donate a couple hundred bucks to. Yeah. It was actually
0: like, so the first year I did it, we did the civic, uh, AAPI, mm -hmm. uh, civil engagement fund. We basically raised double what I did that two years ago. Love Love it.
1: Yeah. And smoking up the, i matched their um, fundraiser last year, and then we're, you know, we contribute again. Uh, Excuse me, I matched their fundraiser last month, and then we're contributing again this month. It's something that the barbecue community can do so much good, and I I love when when we're personally the ones getting our hands in there and helping to make a change. So thank you guys for everyone who ordered. We need to do that again, but we'll do it bigger.
0: We'll get some more. I'll see if we can get some more guys to... Uh, Apparently, we need to... Ship the Jamaican jerk sausages. How many? Yeah. How many messages did you get about shipping? That
1: the second I put it up, I was like, I already know what this is going to be because I put under there, yeah. Georgia residents only. And that I got so many. That's bull. I'm over in this. I'm over here. I want to. It's like all right, all right. So I think next time we do it, we are going to ship within the U.S. It will be overnight, but that that shipping is going to be a little. It's gonna, gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt a little yeah, bit, but ready. remember, it's going to a good cause, right? And it's going to a cause that you could write off as well. So, you know, charity.
0: All right. <laughs> so, guess back to news. Yes. What do we? All right. So uh, they announced the classes while we were on break. Yeah, so and some, I'm
1: shocked to see this because we talked about how they would probably never do another class. Well,
0: no, no, no. They, they were always going to do more classes. They're never going to do any more of the one-on-ones. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, they're going to do the bigger classes. from And we're talking about Goldie's Barbecue. If if you didn't get in on the one-on-one classes back in the day, like None
1: you're going to have a hat or shirt on.
0: You're, you're, you're SOL. Uh, but so they were offering over the next three months brisket, ribs, and sausage classes. Yeah. In the week that they, since they announced it, the brisket classes are completely sold out. Uh, Two of the rib classes are sold out. So only the June may or the June rib class and the May and June sausage classes are still available. Mm. So jump on those while you still can. Um, We've got to do a class of some sort. I don't know what the heck I'll teach, but. uh. Well, do you want to, can I go ahead and sneak one question in there? Go and make it do it do man. When's the live pop-up Q&A happening, Barbecue Yinka? So I guess we could roll that into a class. <laughs>
1: <sighs> oh, I know I could talk to Gary and the cats over to at Atlanta Grill to ha- allow us to set up, because that's where I used to run, I don't know if you guys know, but this is not my first barbecue podcast. Um I used to run a previous one out, out there with them.
0: Um Yeah. I like this one better. Yeah. So just was. being biased.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what, did you not have any, uh, you weren't involved in the other one? He was. I showed up a few times. Showed up a few times. Yeah. Uh, so you, you get sausage links out of this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got food out of that one too. You get food all the time. Yeah. Your food yeah. What are
1: you talking about? Yeah. Um, well, because you would cook. That's true. And then jump over. Yeah, that was, that was, maybe we need to try that. That was a good one. That was, that was fun back in there. We, we'll, we we'll sprinkle that back in there. Um, Okay. All right. So two, 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 two serious questions. Do you guys actually want us to do a live podcast? If so, let us know and I'll start getting the wheels working. Uh, Lee will tell you once I get the green light, I move quick. And then secondly, how seriously interested are you guys on doing a class? Because if I do a class, we've been talking about it. I have some ideas on what I want to do and I I guarantee you it's unlike any other class you guys have been to um, and I'm only going to be accepting ten people. That's it. I'm doing ten people, and i'll if the first one goes well, I'll do one more and probably only do it twice a year but uh yeah, I think uh I think I think it's about time we toss our our hat or well my hat, <laughs> ring, and, and, your and, hat. <laughs> well, yeah my hat your hat <laughs> into the into this whole uh ring and see what we can make happen um but you guys let us know. You know how to reach us and uh we'll make we'll make it happen but good on them for those classes selling out
0: yeah so like um, they'll probably announce more but they only have classes on their page through june so they'll probably add july and august if i would if i would assume probably not july just because of where they're doing them the first weeks of every month and yeah. that falls under oh, like fourth the of uh, july and fourth of july yeah. yeah okay i can see
1: that yeah i well, don't um I've got to well guys I have two things I, I want to talk about with this one first preserve the pit is closing applications please 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 get them in there have today's the last day yeah there has been an obscene amount so if you guys are watching this live and you haven't yet please you know command T control T what have you open up a new window new tab go to preserve the pitcom submit your application Get it in there. You guys have been asking for ways to work together. This is it. And, and to be clear,
0: if you're listening and it's not Friday, yeah, March 31st, applications are closed. It's, it's closed. It's, it's done. Closed. This is mostly for the people who listen the same day or are watching the live show. Yeah. Um Please go apply. Uh
1: Don't get scared off by the requirements. Just still apply. You know, they're like, I'm not a fully established. Still apply. Still apply. You never know what can happen. You can be a grant recipient. Um, there's so many opportunities available to you guys. Just still apply. It is absolutely worth it. Please, please, please.
0: Who? who do you want to list some alumni of the, of the oh, program?
1: Oh, we got Zilla Pitts. You know, he's just a mean man with everything, just killing it. Um, there's also, uh, goodness gracious, let me pull some off of here. Zilla went on there. And he did very well. Well, everyone who's done it, actually my co-packer, uh, Donnell, he's coming off of being this past year's um, recipients of it. And it's actually a really good program. I don't think it gets spoken about enough within the community, even though, boy, does it get a lot of flack and a lot of uh, <laughs> hate. Uh, you've got uh, the Marshalls. They own a catering company over in Stone Mountain, Georgia, and they've seen tremendous growth. Like I said, I already mentioned Zilla. Uh, Terrence, I mentioned Michael Bagger. Someone else who is a recent alum who's crushing it on his tour right now is Marvin Ross over at our Peculiar Pig Farm. He's been doing these amazing um, up close and personal whole hog dinners. So, guys, just give it a shot. You never know what can happen and what can come out of it. It's awesome. That's all I'm saying. That's all I can say, guys. I had to put that out there.
0: Sorry. I didn't mean to bogart it. Oh, two congrats to go out, by the way. Mm -hmm. So the James Beard finalists uh, were announced Mm -hmm. uh, this week. And uh, so one of the best chef Texas, Ernest Cervantes and David Kirkland of Burnt Bean Co. Nice. They're in the the final five finalists of Texas. There we go. Um, Also, it looked like Palmera he was out, you, you posted about it. Yeah. Yeah. He was out at, uh, Interstellar for their, the first space cowboy series of the, uh, of the year. And that turnout looked absolutely it crazy. Looked, yeah. First
1: and, off one time for brisket, uh, country. Cause I love the design.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oof, that was nice. Yeah. So like showing off like, uh, Hector Garate and his, uh, the way he cooks and the, the heritage that he brings to, uh, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. barbecue and the, the combination of, of, uh, South Carolina and Texas kind of like meeting in the middle. Yeah. And honestly, if you can get out to a space cowboy series at interstellar, whoever they have, it is an awesome, like I haven't been able to go, but just tracking it through the years, I was actually supposed to go one year. There's a funny story of what happened, but, uh, um, tra- tracking it through the years. It's, it's like, it's a really cool and unique thing in barbecue and, uh, it's totally worth going. No, I dig that. And
1: uh, she may not classify her as a barbecue because she's definitely a chef. I, I would never uh, disgrace her to call us a, um, among us uh, stick stick burners here. But uh, one time for Chef Rene Tupont's I met her when I was in Connecticut. She is killing it right now. Uh, she's chef the cuisine over at two amazing locations over in Mystic. And she rolls smoke and you know juggles fire with the best of them. We had a blast um, touring and playing around on the Fire Beast. And if I'm ever stepping foot back at that particular festival, it would only be so I can roll smoke and um, play with fire with her because she's just all around badass. So, and she's also um, one of the finalists, one of the chef's finalists of um, the one
0: of these. Beard. Mm-hmm. Hell so, yeah!
1: Had to put that out there. Where to go, chef? Where to, to represent? Not just females, but just badasses all around. Uh, can I go to this next story? Because I got to talk about. it. It's just bothering me. Go for it. <clears throat> Would you eat a prehistoric burger?
0: Are, are we getting Michael Crichton in this bitch? Like, <laughs> like, uh, like, is Jurassic Park real? What? Is, like,
1: no they have in the UK used mammoth DNA to recreate woolly
0: mammoth meat okay. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> look man all of us I'm, a, I'm a, Ian Malcolm was right life will find a way um dude, don't we should not be stepping our toes in this man I'm
1: just saying like would you would you eat a prehistoric?
0: burger like, uh, like an actual dino beef rib
1: and I, and I, yeah like in this or in this case a woolly mammoth um <laughs> a woolly mammoth burger
0: no no i'm out
1: like i'm out what would you charge for that
0: what would you charge for that per pound did do, do they announce what it was going to cost per pound no um cuz i'm i'm <laughs> expecting that's going to be like high end mm. wagyu because of how much work probably has to go into Generate, manufacture, clone. What are, what are we talking about here?
1: And my apologies. It's not. The UK, it's, an Austra- it's an Australian. It's an Australian food startup. They've cloned. <sighs> they use cells to generate the tissue to then generate the meat, for a woolly mammoth burger. They started off by doing small portions and meat uh, as uh, meatballs, but it is an actual,
0: real thing. It, it's, it's a, it's a thing. Are you in, you, you, want that, you want that T-Rex, uh, you want that T-Rex claw?
1: I feel like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try it.
0: I'm, I'm out. Like as soon as we, I just
1: want to try it just, just to be the, like, Hey, you know, like two, how people like, Oh, I've had kangaroo or I've had this.
0: Yeah. But those are things I can see. They're, they're tangible. <laughs> there, there's an actuality to a kangaroo.
1: You mean to tell me if you had an opportunity to do a woolly mammoth brisket, you're not, you're not
0: giving it a shot? Uh, look, Guga did a whole cow. I think a woolly mammoth brisket probably dwarfs that.
1: I've known cats who've done cows before, uh, and, but shout out to Guga. I saw them do it. I was like, Guga, you should have called your boy. We could have, we, we could have made this a little, uh, but we've got plans to work work on some things. Google's killing it right all now. All right, so
0: next Chud's barbecue video I'm coming like in three years. Wooly man
1: with brisket. Wooly man with brisket, but I had to talk on, about it on because your it stopped me. I, was <laughs> I don't think it will work. It doesn't get hot enough. Uh, uh, shout out to Jeremy, uh, the owner, the CEO of Traeger. We got to catch up in Vegas. I know you guys think I give him crap and all, but it's, it's fun. Because you, it's you right? do. You're not supposed to. <laughs> you could've you could have you could not you even leave a pregnant pause in there no, and let no, me finish. No, no, no. You just no, no, no. just just ride on in there, huh?
0: Keep you on your toes. Whose side are you on? Uh, it was a third trimester pause.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fun. He does listen. He's like, I love the pod. I was like, right on. I'm glad that you dig it. <laughs> I, all all uh, all heat can be directed towards me. There it is. Cause it's sure as hell not coming out of that pellet smoker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look, look, okay, it can, it can smoke. Oh, we're just, uh, okay, we're just I'm not done.
1: seeing it. No, but we really had a great conversation. We talked about what they've got, what they've done, what they've got going in the future. And we talked about their new uh, flat top griddle because I, I told him, brother, I was amazed you guys decided to go propane. You know, so diametrically opposed to what you usually did. And he gave me their breakdown for it. I was like, I, I dig it. You know, let the smoke roll and uh, we're going to, our paths are going to cross again. Hey, catch so up some more.
0: I bought last year and I've been using it more frequently. The electric Blackstone flat top. Oh, okay. That Congrats. thing's actually pretty badass. Really? Like it? Like it's electric, so there is a top end temp, but it gets up to five hundred degrees on mm. uh, like, and has two heating zones. Okay. So uh, I actually did a pop up help a friend with a pop up, and we cooked dumplings. like we cooked uh, pot stickers on it, and it was like it was really badass. I remember. I remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We just we did that like uh, that was last Thursday. Good deal. Yeah. What do we got left on your end? Okay. So I don't know if they announced that you could do this. We talked about Zavala's barbecue distribution down in Grand Prairie. Yeah. Well, you know, it's available to people outside of uh, Grand Prairie and Fort Worth. You can totally order the barbecue sauces and and rubs that you can only find in stores in Texas to be shipped to you. And a portion of every sale gets donated to the Zavala Family Foundation. I like that. So, uh, You can find some like some of the harder to get uh, rubs and sauces that you might not be able to find at your uh, on Amazon or your uh, local uh, your local grill stores. Mm
1: -hmm. I see you got an interesting point here. Um, We'll we'll have you button it up with Chuzz. But prior to that, uh, since we spoke about James Beard uh, cats earlier on, Mr. Matt Horn of Horn Barbecue is doing a barbecue and wine dinner. Uh, It's going to be held at Horn Barbecue location over there in California, get your tickets while you can. It is actually far more affordable than I thought it was going to be. It's only 85 bucks a head. So that's fairly cheap for someone as accomplish and acclaimed and get that grub. It's a whole, whole dining experience. If you've never witnessed or seen one of his uh, dinner nights like this, you're, 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 you're in for a treat. You are in for a treat. So, We'll have the links uh, to all of that information in the show notes, but shout out to Matt Horn, always setting the bar, always, you know, being creative. Um, but that's going to be a good event. That's, that's cheaper than what I'm about to charge. <laughs> it <is. laughs> and it's, that is, uh, that's happening on April 8th and Saturday, April 15th from 6 PM to 7 30. And that's in the Oakland location. Like I said, we'll have all that info in the show notes. Click it, go support if you're on that side, or if you plan a trip, there's something to do. I think I'll be in Texas
0: that weekend. Yeah. Part of the tour. Yeah. All right. So I guess this is last story before we jump into questions. Let's do it. All right. So Chud's barbecue. Chud. Yeah. If you followed them on YouTube, follow Mr. Bradley Robinson on YouTube or his Instagram page. He's, they're taking pre-orders for their new Chud box right now. Yeah, I Um, saw the
1: big one on his live. I was like, geez, that thing's my size.
0: Well, uh, he just he also just did the the uh did you see the table he built? Yeah. That thing is insane. Um I wish I had that skill. Yeah, they're doing May pre-orders right now for the the new chud box design, which I think they're shipping them now because he they broke down on how they could do the legs and stuff so that they can actually ship them. Um and then he's also offering sausage starter mixes. Yeah. So so it's uh a starter mix, basically, it's for five pounds of ground meat. You you grind or get your own ground meat, case it, and st- like, stuff it and smoke it. But everything that you need is already in that mix for five pounds. Nice. Good
1: deal. Good deal. Sounds familiar. <laughs> we'll talk later. We'll talk later. <laughs> so... uh Question time! It's question time! 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 Let's get into some of these questions. Some hit harder than others.
0: Um, you know, you know. Uh, I, I think I, ha- I I know what song I have to use for the question. Okay. You you had a little jingle that I think I want to break out and use for <laughs> yep. question question time.
1: Do it, man! I'm I'm with it. Like I said, I got a voice radio, so uh, or face radio, so keep that going. Um. There's a few, but I kinda like this one. Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Here it is. Cause I answered it in a brief snippet, but what is the proper way to load your smoker?
0: It depends on what point of the cook. It You're starting. On, it well it depends on the smoker too. Okay, so uh so Brian Keane and I were discussing we both have primitive fits. And Brian. and Brian Keen is really what What discovered it, he found that that pit cooks really, really well when it's fully loaded. The convection works really well. Mm -hmm. When it's not fully loaded, if you load up all your briskets to the one side or all your pork butts to one side, like if you load them all up at the end and you have all this empty space, the convective heat kind of doesn't work, doesn't work as well. Cause like the way the, uh, I think JD, when he, talked about the way they built it is they wanted a lot of violent air is the way you used it where it's bouncing off of everything mm-hmm. um as I hit the mic you said bouncing off of everything bouncing Mike off of everything leader. yeah um so i was having a hard time with my brisket flats not finishing mm-hmm. uh and then Brian Keeney is like okay when you're loading say you're only loading six briskets and like a couple pork butts don't group them all up at one end spread them out. Like you're cooking a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I'll have kind of like two briskets right here. Three, like uh, this is, this is great for podcasts. This, if you're watching, you can see. So I'll have kind of two biscuit, two briskets kind of at the back end that are close together. Uh, I was about to say, I'll take a biscuit right now. go, <laughs> A brisket biscuit. Uh, uh, then I'll, I'll have the two that are in front of that. I'll actually spread closer to the door and the side or, and then the back wall. And then say two more in front of that, I'll kind of have kind of in the middle. So they're kind of all spread out. So the heat is distributing a little more evenly. Mm. But that's based on my pit. Every pit is different.
1: Very true. Very true. Um, I answered it in the mindset of I'm loading up one of my rigs. You know, if I were, how I load Penny is different, how I load Pearl, you know, because Pearl's a Beast, but how I load Phoebe is similar to how I load Penny. Uh, even though Phoebe has a vertical smoker on the back end. Um, but I was just going about about it in the simplest terms of loading in what will take the longest first. Uh, and I believe my exact answer was I load my briskets in first. And depending on the cook, because we 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 roughly do the same thing. We work backwards from serve date and serve time uh, load the briskets in then usually goes butts then at halfway through or three quarters of the ribs and birds if that's happening but i also said for me what i like to do is i sometimes put my heavier butts on along with the brisket and i use the radiant heat from my butts to help with the resting time of my briskets as well just so, so that heat uh displacement doesn't go to waste now as far as loading it in when full, definitely. Uh, I've found that all the rigs work best when they are full, full. And this, this is even up to the 1,000 gallons that I've got, or even the ones in uh, the straight flows in Texas run beautifully the more that you pack it. Now, I should, let me take that back if someone's gonna butt everything up against each other. Fully loaded is not the same as packed tight. Right. You still need to allow ample space and room for everything to do what it's got to do. Yeah. But I would definitely also suggest loading everything in at a good time when you can at one time, like get all your proteins there. So you're not constantly open, open, closing, closing type of thing. Um That would be my my strongest suggestion. Instead of wheeling out your car with like six and then you've got another four inside, just bring them all out to do one load at one time. So that way you're not releasing all that heat unnecessarily.
0: Right. Yeah. uh, One thing I would say is put, especially towards the front of the smoker, Hmm. put the proteins that can take the burden of like heat better. Buts. so yo, well, know, butts also, so this past week I cooked a lot of beef ribs. So yeah. actually beef ribs were the front for me because beef ribs respond better to like a higher heat. Yeah. So it was beef ribs, then butts, then briskets. Then as I was like actually for this one I did a separate rib cook. But if I was going to do a rib cook at the same time, as the briskets shrink up, take up less space. I'll Mm -hmm. move those further up front and then load the back of my pit with the ribs. It's
1: crazy how much real estate you gain halfway through your cook. Right. That's why I tell people, like, you don't have to keep your proteins in one spot. You can move them because they're going to move whether you want them to or not. They are going to shrink. They're going to expel water. One thing that's across the board, doesn't matter what pit you're using. All right. Never load chicken on top of anything.
0: Yep, yeah, that's that's insanity.
1: Don't don't do that. But we have seen videos, and it terrifies the hell out of me every time. Never load chicken on top of anything. I cannot stress that enough. Please don't do that. That is the one rule. Whether you're pellet, wood, coal, whatever, whatever, whatever fuel your rig uses, however it is never load chicken on top of anything. That is all. And rotate. Yeah, (laughs) rotate, definitely rotate. Um, Okay, you got the next one? All
0: right, so this is an interesting question. I was joking with Lee ahead of time about this one. Uh, There's not a name on it, so uh, apologies. Cooked a six-pound shoulder for seven hours at 275, rested one hour, didn't shred. What did I do?
1: Oh, so I know uh, that person asked that um, before... But I don't think we got to it. It was, um, uh, gosh, let me try to find his name. BCS White One. I'm sure that means something. That's who
0: asked. Uh, What temperature did you pull it at? That's the question I'm going to ask is like what if you pulled it at, if if it's on for seven hours and it only got up to 175, 180 degrees, it's not going to pull no matter how long you rest it. For pork to pull, you need to get it up and at least over 190, usually between 195 and 203 um, for pork to pull.
1: Uh, and so here's it's, it's, the full question was, yo, there was a lot of O's at the end of it. <laughs> Cooked a six pound shoulder for seven hours at 275, pulled at 205, rested one hour. Okay. Still didn't shred. Still didn't shred nice. What I do? Um, oh. There was a lot that could have gone wrong. Like uh, were, we're, were you watching it? Was it at two seventy-five the whole time? Did your system dip? Like what what's what's going on? It did was it, seven hours Did it hours probe, did yeah. it
0: probe uh, like butter? Yeah,
1: like, and and we've talked about it. There we've come across numerous cuts of meat, especially versus orange shoulders where it's tempted technically, it should be done, right. like ready by the by the sign by the math of it, like, oh, this should work. Still hard as rock. You gotta go by touch.
0: Yeah, uh, every every piece of meat is different.
1: Yeah, I would say I wouldn't necessarily say you did anything wrong. I would say that you've gotta factor in that hitting the numbers is a great mark for food safety-wise, but it's not always the mark for service
0: and doneness. Well, two five is definitely done, but I've had I've had yeah, two is done, but it may not be really But to but if it's two oh five on that outer edge and it's one eighty in the middle, mm-hmm. like you're not gonna pull like you need to like you need to probe pretty deep into a pork butt.
1: Yeah. Don't hit the bone. Don't hit the bone.
0: Don't hit the bone. But um
1: if you're doing that, I also wonder what type of rig you're using, because you could do two oh five on a barrel, vert and it may not it may not, may not uh Pull also was it 275 the whole way? What were you cooking on? Did you watch it? Did it maintain? Did it dip? Our buddy Chewy uh was running a um was running a shoulder a week or two ago. And he stepped away for a little bit and it, it dipped on him and it didn't shred. But and you know, it came back at the right time, but it just didn't, you know, once you see that dip, I don't think people realize how drastic an effect those dips can have on a cook, like a 30 to 45 minute temperature drop can drastically uh, prolong your cook time or just change the end result of your um, protein because that fat begins to congeal again. It's like, oh, oh we were hot. Now we're just going to tie right back up how we were. I mean,
0: here's the thing is like that 275 say on a, uh, like a Kamado or an egg, yeah. 275 on that, on that. Thing at that top of the dome, that's not the temperature down at the bottom. Sometimes, that's completely different. So, and and it's, and is yeah. And this is
1: if is this two seventy five, and you got a two hundred and fifty gallon rig, but it's two seventy five up front, and you're like somewhere in the back right corner somewhere. Where where are your hot spots? I feel like we'd love to get a little bit more info on this. I would say try wrapping it in foil. Next time, if this if you're meeting everything perfectly, wrapping it tightly in foil and then doing a um another layer around it that has air, so that heat's bouncing around. It's sort of like um like you're making your own little thermos. But there's a lot that could go with that. I would definitely want to know were you maintaining temps, what type of rig were you cooking on, um, and did you did it probe like it was done, or when you probed it, was it still stiff? That would be really good too.
0: Well, Could we uh, ask for a picture of the rig? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. that.
1: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll respond and see if we can make that, make that happen. Next up here, hmm, uh, the lives. Do's and don'ts when building your first smoker. So that's Joe underscore Joe. Oh, hey, that. <laughs> I couldn't tell. <laughs>
0: Uh, I mean, giving him so much hate already.
1: I wasn't giving him so much hate. I was just trying to wear the hats that never came. I just, I was, I, you know, I couldn't I couldn't see past him, you know, trash talking over the empty PO box with oh, nothing in it.
0: Hey, look, shout out to Jojo for, first of all, building your own smoke. That's yeah. just something I'm never going to do. Yeah. Like that is just doing that is a commitment that, so he's hands-on building, or he's getting. Oh yeah, no, there. no. He sent me a picture of like where he is in the process. Right on. So yeah, he, so he like, he's the one. He is fabricating. fabricating like yeah. he has, he has a propane tank, and like it's already a certain way through, and he's fabricating it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I was getting my first pit, I did come across this tool that I actually linked in our story, and we'll put it on there. It's called the Feldon's Barbecue pit, pit Builder, builder Calculator, calculator. Mm-hmm. and it will. Based on if you have a square firebox, a round firebox, a square cooking chamber, a round cooking chamber, it will give you a lot. Like you enter your dimensions and it will kind of give you how big your, you know, your firebox inlet should be, how big your firebox should be, how big your your stack size should be, whether like the round diameter and the height. I actually used it and then estimated a little more because I got a pit. I got an offset built by people who do reverse flows. So I kind of used that tool to kind of get them to customize the pit in a certain way. Yeah. So I got them to expand their s- s- stack size in terms of diameter, how wide it was, and also the length of their stack size. Um, now, a lot of the pit builders out there now, you really like MillScale, Moberg, Primitive, Syntex, uh, m M&M, and they know what they're doing. You don't mm-hmm. need to use the calculator to tell them what they're doing. But, uh, if you're doing building your own pit, it's a pretty good like tool to use to kind of get the dimensions right mm-hmm. uh, like the, um for me, I would
1: if I was starting over and didn't know I would go just view other people's rigs, I would go see what commercially is available and see if there's anything from there. Cause they usually include convenience bits in there and see if I can incorporate that in any way, shape or form. And I would think how versatile cause I, could I potentially make it, you know, like with, um, with Penny, my firebox has a top griddle cover that I can pull up on hinges and lay my uh, cast irons down on and heat up. And, I uh, think, what was it? We did Brownie Fest and I was making breakfast, Ford, for, for the, the, the routine they're using that griddle, but I would, I would think versatility, um, and longevity and growth, you know, people ask, I'll ask us a lot, like, what should my first rig be? I'm like, get what you can afford first off, and also get something that you can grow into. Don't get something to meet your needs right now because you will grow.
0: So here's a tip. Um, if you know some people who own a certain type of rig made by, say, one of the bigger pit masters, don't go message one of the pit builders about like their specs and some. Yeah. Message somebody who has the rig and get them to give you measurements. Yes. Um, because you're probably not going to get a response from like uh, Sonny Moberg about. <laughs> no,
1: you'll get an email with <laughs> like a
0: ticket number, like you're in this position in line. Yeah, and then this is how much our pits cost. Um, so like if you know someone who has you know, a mill scale and you were like, Hey, what's, you know, trying to design a pit like love mill scale message a friend and be like, Hey, what's the opening? What's the firebox size? That kind of thing. And like, just get rough measurements and go from there. Uh, so we talked about Palmer earlier. I yeah, know Hector, yeah. Hector's built all of his pits for Palmera, yeah. which is like insanely badass. Yeah. That's, that's,
1: I give him credit. I'm not, uh, I'm good at carpentry, not, good with
0: a welder. That's not my field. I'm I'm decent on the technology side. The actual, like, (laughs) I I think I like, like, I love it. Like talking to my grandparents like, how do you know how much you do with computers? Like, well, you know how to deal with cars way more. If you just grew up with computers, you would know how to deal it. So if I grew up in a welding shop, I would probably build my own pit. Exactly. Exactly. And
1: it just, uh, I am currently looking at a new rig, um, a road warrior, um, Penny is great for, you know, the the hood cooks and around the community and all that. But I didn't, I, when I designed Penny, I never designed her to really leave Georgia. But, you know, like I've got to go up to Connecticut. I've got to go to Jersey, L.A., and they want me to use my rigs over there. So I'm I'm in the midst right now of trying to design a nice, versatile road warrior, thinking something between like a 150 to a 220. 25 or 250, maybe a little small on the smoker end um, with a Santa Maria or a little burned down hearth, um, you know, so I can smoke here. Something where I can uh, also attach a asado cross to uh, a little bit to have that going. But, yeah, I'm going to have to time to time to design up a new a new a new baby to take on the road with me. Did you were
0: you, you kind of glimpsing in Leo's pit? At, at a Holy Smoke last
1: year? I, I dig Leo's Pit. I, I, I got to I got to mess with Leo's Pit at a, yeah. um at uh Treaty Oak last year. Yeah. Uh, and that was, that was great. And I, and I dug that, you know, um, shout out to the guys at Mill Scale for putting together a, 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 a hearth and a metal table for me to get my, my jerk chickens finished off on. Um, but yeah, it's looking, looking like it's time to get, get a, get a new, uh, a new rig and, we're going to hit the hit the road with this bad boy and take it all over. So it's got to be sturdy and ready to go. <laughs> um, we can get two more.
0: Yeah. Uh, baby backs versus spares. Pros and cons of each. That's primo underscore supremo 21. And I believe he's at Hurtado. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes. I personally love spares.
0: I, that's all I cook now is spares. I love spares. When, I started I sw- with babies. Yeah, everybody starts like in the backyard, it's baby backs. Yeah. Uh spares hold better. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes, they definitely do. Uh and they're a lot less expensive than babies. Yes. Yep. I now have a better better bite experience with spares.
0: I don't know. Like sometimes I want that like baby backs, it's pork chop on a bone. Sometimes you want that super meaty bite. Yeah. They do have less fat. Um, there are cool things you could do with baby backs, like what, uh, like a CM Smokehouse. They basically what they call baby back wings. Mm. So they'll cook baby backs, then they'll throw them in the fryer, and then they'll toss them in like buffalo sauce and like other sauces, and serve them like almost like a uh, like a chicken wing. I've, I've, there've been a lot of off cut ribs lately, like turkey ribs,
1: uh, lamb ribs, which I love, right? lamb ribs. But uh, I've been seeing a lot more of that stuff pop up. And
0: next thing you know, we're going to be seeing woolly mammoth ribs. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> Um yeah, like uh, so for me, baby backs are synonymous with a backyard cook. Spares are synonymous more with with the long and slow smoke. I, I think of baby backs more of uh like grilled or or like almost boiled and then grilled on the f- to finish. Because immediately I think baby backs and I think of uh God, what is the rib shack in off of Piedmont? I thought you were about to say Chili's baby backs. <laughs> no, first. not chilies. Um <laughs>
1: They, not they, not they even say that they're was, not. They're, that they was even a say mean they're not.
0: Jingle man. They even say they're not barbecue. And I, I'm blanking on the the famous Atlanta Rib Shack now. Uh Fat Mats? Fat Mats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fat Mats, You go in and you get a bunch of bay backs. Yeah, they say some, they're yeah. They de- they're like yeah. We're not barbecue. Yeah, we're not barbecue. But like those things are insanely delicious. They really are. Yeah. If you are, if you have never been, make sure to stop by. Yeah. Get to, get, a, get a get a half rack and some rum beans and, and thank me later. Yeah. And then and, and go on a music night where some jazz is playing.
1: Yes, I was about to say, don't forget the stage. Yeah. Um, no, actually, let's cut it there. I like that. Well, hold on.
0: Let, let's do. Uh, I did have one more. All right, drop it. Yeah. This is uh, holding temps for sausage at pop ups. Oh, yeah, that's you. Yeah. How do you hold in Alto? And he's, I'll ask Alto, I hold in a Cambro at pop ups. That's little Dom at Big Don's. Mm. So, when, so when you've cooked sausage, though, you're holding them. Basically on your pit. Yes. And what what temp are you running your pit when you're holding stuff?
1: I've usually dropped it down for if it's just sausages on there, it's not a as high. But normally when we've got the rigs, when it's loaded up with birds and all, I've got it humming at about two. But I've got them in the cold spots. Okay.
0: Yeah, because I am like I remember bringing you the uh, the jerkling for your one of yeah. your last pop ups. I was wondering what you were holding them at on yeah. that day. Um for me on a can like the powered cameras they're shooting to run at 165 at all times. Yeah. So there's not like a temperature that you can in and drop uh, it off to. Usually if I'm using an Alto or any other Alto 140 to 145 um the biggest thing with holding sausage is you want it on a you could throw it on a sheet pan, mm-hmm. but if you or in a hotel pan, uh, get a wire rack to lift it up. So as as sausages sits in the heat, it's gonna render off some. Like depending on how hot they're cooked, they're gonna render off some of the fat. You don't want them sitting in a pool of fat because the bottom of the casings are gonna get soggy. Yeah. Um. So. What I do is I have a wire rack, then I'll place a sheet of butcher paper over it, then lay the sausage on top of that. And then so they're not taking the brunt of the heat from my camera, because usually they're up near where the fans are on the yes. camera where it's running. I'll lay a piece of butcher paper over the top of it, too. Um, and then I make sure to also have uh, the vent open so it's not collecting steam, because like steam is like the enemy of a sausage casing. Yes. And uh, oftentimes I think people
1: forget, like, you don't want to steam your barbecue. Nope.
0: Yeah. I mean, usually like everything else is wrapped. So steam's not that big of a deal, but since sausages are uncovered, like having too much steam is like the absolute killer. Um, but yeah, that's the biggest thing is like, i have like elevate it off the bottom of whatever pan you're holding it in, uh, put your papers, your friend and cover it up. Do you, Cause usually I'll have it stacked a couple rows high anyway. Butcher paper is
1: definitely versatile. I'm putting together a, uh, barbecue must have kit and butcher papers on the list. Like just a starters kit, just like not one that people even what? purchase just, Hey, just run through this list before you start a smoke. Cause you're going to kind of need all these things. Yeah. And and don't
0: spend money unless, unless it's this weekend barbecue themed butcher paper. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't spend money
1: on, on branded butcher paper. Yeah. That's just silly. It does the same thing. Yeah. But yeah, but, uh, We won't get in that. Too too, too much, too much, too much. Uh, And I... No, I'm not apologizing. (laughs) (laughs) Apologizing for anything. Apologizing for what? Nothing, exactly. (laughs) Um, No, that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. That has been the show. It feels good to be back. Wish I was back longer to enjoy but I'm on the way out. But you can catch uh, us on the old Instagramies. Like I said, we're going to make a whole TikTok. And why? Because you love watching This Week in Barbecue. The barbecue-focused podcast that brings you both the good the bad and everything in between in the world of barbecue i have been your host rashid phillips and my co-host mr brian hull and once again the judgmental voice you hear but face you don't see <laughs> lee Garvin. <laughs> <laughs> Tell a friend to tell two, three. <laughs> tell a friend to tell two friends. <laughs> tell about, a friend to tell three friends. <laughs> to Tell three friends and subtract one because, you know, you didn't, you didn't have them in your top three anyway. Who remembers that? I don't think you remember.
0: But well, it was top seven, wasn't
1: it? Uh, T-Mobile used or, to be like your top 11. They just got... Oh, crazy. no. I was, I was, I was, I was thinking MySpace. MySpace.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We both went to MySpace.
1: We're... 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 Yeah,
0: T-Mobile did have that Maybe. where it was like... A couple people where you could call for free, free and text just for free. Rotate, I yeah. mean, it, it doesn't matter what your top seven is because it's really top six because Tom's always at the top. Exactly, <laughs>
1: exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, be good to one another, and uh, thanks for watching. Have a good day.